Oh, good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Spark Conference Centre here in Auckland. Uh, I'm Scotty Stevenson, and today we are thrilled to be here for this exciting announcement. I'd like to particularly welcome all of our friends here and many of my colleagues from the media, all great supporters of sport here in New Zealand, and what a time to be bringing this announcement to you uh, as we are on the eve of returning to Level 1 in Tamaki Makoto. So kia ora katoa, everyone. Uh, welcome to the sponsors and stakeholders that are here for today's big announcement. It's great to have you with us. Founded in 2004, Duco Events has earned a reputation for creating, delivering and underwriting innovative sports, entertainment and corporate events. Widely known as promoters of numerous high-profile corporate events with international speakers such as Sir Richard Branson, Sir Bob Geldof, Andre Agassi, Gordon Ramsay and local national heroes such as Sir Graham Henry, Richie McCaw and Dan Carter, Juco have also been the innovators of massive and brand new sporting events such as the NRL Auckland Nines, the Brisbane Global Rugby Tens, Fight for Life and the T20 Black Clash. And of course are the promoters and more recently the management team of Joseph Parker. Without taking any of the thunder from today's special announcement, I'd like to now introduce Juco Events original founder and director, David Higgins. David. Thanks. All right, um, so thank you everyone for coming today. Appreciate you being here at this time. As you can see, we're adhering to government regulations for safety still. Um, as Scott mentioned, I'm David Higgins from Duco Events, and I'm here to announce and confirm that Joseph Parker versus Junior Farr is finally happening on Friday, 11 December at Spark Arena in Auckland, New Zealand. Um, personally, I've had a bit of a love-hate relationship with boxing. It's causing me a lot of stress. I've got a sense of deja vu standing here. 12 years ago, it was Tua Cameron. I was an unlikely lad uh, trying to promote the biggest fight in museum history. People said it couldn't happen. I'd go bankrupt. I nearly did, but the rest was history. It set a record. I was so scared of the media that I paid Ian Fraser to front the media for me, and he did, he did a good job. Um, so... But since then, we've um, had a wonderful relationship with Joseph Parker and his family. We've won two world titles in boxing. It's taken us all over the world. I had a few death threats along the way. And it's, um, it's, it, it saved our company then. It, it, maybe it's going to do it again now. So it's sort of deja vu. Here we are again, still an unlikely lad with still not much money, but trying to give it a crack again. So, um, you know, we've had no events in our, in, for eight months. Um, during this pandemic, but I'm not alone. I think many New Zealand businesses are suffering and also around the world. Um, and so I think New Zealand's handled the situation well. It's great to be going back to level one uh, tomorrow, I think. And so we've got to give kudos to the government because um, it's, you know, it's hard to make decisions under those circumstances. Um, so I think collectively as business people, we, we can't give up. We've got to fight our way out and try and think of ways to stay in business and employ people. Um, we're all in it together, and that's kind of how this came about. Um, there's been a lot of collaboration, cooperation, and people that have helped make this happen. So this particular matchup, believe it or not, will be a global event. Could be watched by a billion people in 100 countries. So um, we've had to negotiate and get the backing of Eddie Hearn and Matchroom Boxing out of London. That's Joseph Parker's promoter. Um, and they're going to distribute the event globally on live television. And, you know... Similarly, Lou DiBella, Junior Farr's promoter, is based out of New York. Um, 
you know, and both of them deserve our acknowledgement and thanks for coming to the table. And then Mark Cadell, um, Junior's manager I've known 12 years, very good businessman in his own right, and, um, you know, look forward to working with Mark. Um, why is this the biggest fight in New Zealand history? Well, I'm, I've actually now qualified to, to make that statement, the biggest fight in New Zealand history. You've got Joseph Parker, who's a household name now, a living legend now, WBO world champion for a year or two there, number, still ranked number three. Um, and I'm very grateful to Joseph Parker and his family for their faith in me. And um, I'd like to thank his father for praying for me every Sunday, wherever you are, Dempsey. Um, the uh, junior far, you know, um, he's got he's a, a lovely, humble guy also, and um, they and he's he's taller, he's got longer reach. They fought twice as amateurs with two wins each. Now they're fighting for the first time as professionals. Um, so junior's current WBO world number six, and we're grateful to junior and his team for stepping up. Um, so this is about for me. This promotion is about collaboration, cooperation getting everyone together, a can-do attitude. Um, we're all in it together. A lot of people have taken risks to make this happen. Um, the, uh, you know, it could be one of the first major events like this in the world with crowds. We're celebrating Kiwi, Samoan, Tongan athleticism. The event's about diversity. It's making a statement about New Zealand coming back after the pandemic as a, or during as a world leader. Um, it's such a great story there. and. Um, so anyway, a few thank yous and acknowledgements really to my um, Aria for her support, to my own Duco team who have worked really hard, and, and that's past and present Duco employees who've been through a lot to help us make this happen and to get here. Rachel Carroll, our CEO in Australia, um, we've set a level playing field so that the best man can win. Um, and then finally, I want to acknowledge uh, the Chow family and Stonewood Homes, who were the last piece of the puzzle. If it wasn't for Stonewood Homes, we wouldn't be standing here today. They've stepped up to sponsor a boxing event, and um, a lot of companies are a bit scared to sponsor boxing, but you know, this is gonna create jobs, profile for New Zealand, economic development, enjoyment, good role models, etc. So um, the Chow Brothers and, and Vicky have stepped up, Stonewood Homes, and we're very grateful to them also. And I'll, I'll, I'll let them speak about what they do. I think John Chow is going to jump up and have a few words. So thank you very much. Thank you, David. As David has mentioned, uh, the Chow brothers, along with his sister Vicky, have been great supporters of this event. And I'd like to invite John Chow to come to the lectern now to speak on behalf of Stonewood Homes. John. Uh, that was uh, back in June when we uh, got a call from Dave uh, arrange a lunch and asked for me and our company sponsor the boxing. That was the middle of uh, just after the first lockdown and before the second lockdown and we have a nice lunch and then I was thinking whether I should sponsor. And then, but I got, I have only given one condition is uh, that the fight needs to be on the 12th or 11th of October, which is my, uh, this Sunday, my 50 year birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately with uh, the COVID uh, that have delayed and which is uh, bring to December. Uh, look, uh, one of the reasons we, uh, I like to sponsor the boxing is uh, 
I'm fighter, and my my brother also fight. I not, we love fighting, and we love to, uh, the business. Uh, we love to turn impossible to possible. That way, I, I we were uh, proud to sponsor uh, Parker and uh, David for this event. It's a very uh, privilege. And for Stonewood Home, uh, we are the uh, one of largest uh, home quick builder around the country. Uh, since uh, 1987, we built about 7,000 house. Uh, with our 20 franchisees. And one of the challenges for this sponsor is not for me, is uh, I need to convince uh, Michael, uh, my brother, that uh, the deal was a good deal. Uh, after a couple uh, long discussions, uh, he, he signed off. But again, uh, thank you everyone uh, for support and I'm looking for the uh, fight uh, on December 11. And thank you again, David and Parker for your support. John, thank you to your family for the support of this event. And just a reminder of that date, Joseph Parker v. Junior Farr, brought to you by Stonewood Homes, Friday, <laughs> December 11, Spark Arena in Auckland. And this will be New Zealand's fight of the century. A big day for David, a big day for Duco events, but it's also a big day for Junior Farr and his management team. Mark Adele is at the top table with us today, a former athlete himself. He knows what it takes to get to the top. He's been there, done that, representing New Zealand as a 200-metre sprinter, competing at the 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games. Mark has been involved with boxing since 2006. He's managed three fighters inside the WBO Top 50, one as high as number one. He's a former high-performance director of Boxing New Zealand, and we'd like to welcome him to the lectern now. Mark Adele, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, welcome. Um, <clears throat> thanks, uh, Stonewood Homes. I really appreciate the support. And it's been a, um, a long six months of sparring with Mr Higgins um, and throw a little bit of Eddie Hearn in there and a bit of Lou DiBella and you get quite a seasoned meal. Um, so we got there in the end. Um, it's been a bit of fun. Uh, you know, I really admire David for, you know, putting on the line. It's been a tough eight months for events. And so for him to take all the risk and, and to do the show is... Um, is a, is a pretty impressive thing. I mean, I, I know what it's like to have gone through a tough business time, as, 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 but the main thing is, is that you get up in the morning, you've got your friends and family, and that you can get the enjoyment out of um, you know, being part of successful things. And so I really think that this fight is going to be a great fight. I mean, Junior's a big, strong guy. He's got a bit of reach and stuff, and so you know, we'll, 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 we'll try and take advantage of his, of his assets. He's, he's fought some incredible people in the amateurs. Um, it's an absolute thrill for our team to be in the ring with a former world champ and Joseph's achieved something that, you know, not many people in the world have achieved uh, and especially in the kind of golden division of heavyweights to, to be in there, like David said, with a you know, kind of living New Zealand legend is, is, is fantastic and we're really proud to have the opportunity to, to put Junior in against um, Joseph. Um, you know, we obviously want to win the fight, you know, we all know that Joseph will be the favourite, and but, but we didn't take a fight to lose a fight either. So, you know, we're only here to win, and, and we'll do everything we can to win. And um, we'll dot every I and cross every T. Um, <coughs> we've got um, vicious Doug Viney over there, who, who actually made the Olympics in the sixth fight as a boxer. Um, and so, you know, he, he, he's got about 200 different ways of, of, of knocking someone out. So he, you know, we're really lucky to have guys like Doug and, and Eugene on the team to, um, <coughs> you know, help us plan and execute um, a strategy to win the fight. So 
the end of the day, um, we're here to, here to fight and, and go as hard as possible. Um, we made a big deal about just having a, a good, fair, clean, even playing field and, and um, credit to Team Parker and, and David. We've come to some really good arrangements around that. And um, yeah, we look forward to, to, to getting into it um, on the 11th of December. So, and thank you, Spark Sports, and um, really appreciate the opportunity. And I know Junior's looking forward to it, and we look, we look forward to going hard. Cool. Mark, as David Higgins touched on earlier, boxing events of this magnitude don't happen without a great deal of collaboration and months of discussions and negotiations. Chico Events has experienced great working partnerships with Eddie Hearn's Matchroom, previously as co-promoters of Anthony Joshua and the Dillian White fights in the UK. Matchroom are Parker's promoters and acknowledgement must go to Eddie Hearn for allowing Juco to run this event here in Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, let's hear from the man himself, Eddie Hearn, now. Ed, just announced Joseph Parker against Junior Farr. They're going to collide in December. Just talk us through that fight. Yeah, it's a brilliant fight. I mean, I have to, you know, for once, give big props to my partner, David Higgins, over there. Um, we're co-promoting the show uh, with him. Our first show in New Zealand. Brilliant fight. Brilliant fight for that part of the world. Brilliant fight during the pandemic. Joseph Parker, former world champion against, of course, New Zealand's junior far as well, 19-0. Really good, young, undefeated challenge. Massive props for him for stepping up at this stage in his career and fighting Joseph Parker. But what a fight. What a fight for New Zealand. Four fights between them in the amateurs, two apiece. Brilliant, brilliant fight. And uh, going to be trying to make it out there if I can, for sure. You just mentioned there about the amateur rivalry. So a bit of added needle and a point to prove for both men coming into this one. Yeah, I mean, look, amateur rivalry or not, you know, they're both from New Zealand. You know, that this is about the pride of the country. This is about each other's pride. This is about heavyweight pride. This is about the winner going on and probably challenging for a world title. Again, for Junior Far, it's an opportunity to sort of leapfrog everybody else in that top 10 and put yourself in the top three in governing bodies. For Joseph Parker, it's not just about pride, but it's about defending his position. You know, win over Junior Far will likely put him as mandatory challenger with Alexander Usyk if that title becomes vacant. So he's got to fight Derek Chisora as well. But you, know, you saw in the White Povetkin fight, anything can happen in this division. And Junior Farr will be going into this fight thinking he can cause a major upset. We've seen a bit of back and forth between the pair and both teams in the build-up with contracts and then with gloves as well more recently. So what can you tell us about that? And well, you've got, you got David there. Higgins and you've got Lou DiBella. So what do you expect? You know... Two of the best talkers in the game. Two blokes who can lose their temper like that on a sixpence. And two guys that are very passionate. So thankfully on this one, Dave's been keeping us up to date on everything. I've left Lou and Dave to crack on. It's taken a long time. But that's because the type of fight is. Two New Zealanders, you know, two great heavyweights. Two guys that are different stages in their career. One guy that's got everything to lose with his position in Joseph Parker. The other guy who probably didn't think this kind of fight would come quite as early. But that's one of the great things about the situation we're in at the moment. Everyone's stepping up to the challenge. Everyone's realising that these great fights need to be made. And Joseph Parker against Junior Farr is a cracking fight, not just for New Zealand, but for the, for the global heavyweight scene as well. Is this the start of many a match adventure out in New Zealand? Well, I hope so. I've never been to New Zealand and I've never been to Australia in my life. We know that before the pandemic, we were ready to open our Australian office. That's obviously been delayed till 2021. But Australia and New Zealand are very important markets for us in world boxing. 
and we will be having a big presence there moving forward from 2021. So this was unexpected for us and we've sort of just fallen into it, but it's going to be a great start. Um, good partnership in that region with Dave Higgins as well. And I'm looking forward to it. You know, great people out there, beautiful countries. And now they've got a big, big heavyweight fight, a national fight on a global scale to kick off what will hopefully be a new renaissance for boxing in that region. Talking about renaissance, let's talk a little bit about Joseph Parker. It's been a difficult year for fighters, but for him, he's become incredibly popular with the videos he's been putting out on social media as well. Yeah, and don't forget he boxed at the end of February as well. So, you know, I have meetings with fighters all the time who some of them haven't boxed since last summer. And it's been a long time since they've got out. So anyone that boxed this year has done well. He's going to get two fights in this year. So his year hasn't been that disrupted. In the middle of it, he has become a social media superstar as well. A lot of people don't know about Joseph Parker. He's a very good man. I mean, he's a very honourable man. He's a very loyal man. He's also a very funny man. He's got a great sense of humour. He's very creative, as you've seen as well. And I think Joe's done a great job of putting a smile on people's faces and, and just keeping them happy during the pandemic. And now it's time to put the camera down and, you know, the music videos away and get in, do the hard yards and sparring and on the road and prepare yourself for a very important fight for his career. And just finally, how do you sort of plot Joseph's route back to a world title short, of course, starting with a win. Well, I think, you know, like I say, he's there or thereabouts now. I think a big win in December will put him right up there to challenge for world titles. We know that there's hope of an undisputed fight. So a lot of these titles before or after that will become vacant. So you've got to keep yourself bubbling in that position. Everything to gain for Junior Farr in this fight. And Joseph Parker's got to protect his, his position and also protect his position as the king of the heavyweights in New Zealand. That's what Junior Farr is coming for that crown as well as a future shot at the World Heavyweight title. Brilliant, Ed. Well, we look forward to it. Straight from the horse's mouth, ladies and gentlemen, a great promoter, Eddie Hearn. And I think you can gauge by his comments just how important this fight is going to be, not just for New Zealanders, but for global boxing fans as well. And uh, obviously, it's a great relationship, rivalry and respect between David and Eddie that has been formed over the last few years. Of course, the fight wouldn't have happened without the collaboration also of Junior Farr's promoter, Lou DeBella of New York's DeBella Entertainment, and we also have a brief message from him. I'm holding a pen, David. I just signed the contract. It took a long time, buddy, but we got the deal done. You cut a hard bargain, but on December 11th, the people in New Zealand are going to see one of the greatest boxing matches and sporting events that they've ever seen. Joe Parker, sports icon, former world champion, entertainer, dancer, singer, the star of quarantine, Joe, Joe Fark Parker boxer. On December 11th, your time's up. Your time's up, Joe. We're coming for you. Junior Fa knows that his whole life can change in one night. And on December 11th, his life's going to change. And there's going to be a new sheriff in town. And there's going to be a new star of New Zealand boxing. And then Joe will be planning a rematch. Um, I look forward to working with Duco and your whole team, Joe. I look forward to working with Matchroom on this. It's a tremendous event. New Zealand deserves it. It's a great, great fight of tremendous magnitude in the heavyweight division at home for both guys. And I'm, I couldn't be more thrilled that I'm going to be involved in this. It's, uh, it's, it's particularly nice during these uh, strange times to be involved in a mega event. Um, I look forward to December. I look forward to the lead up and may the best man win. Lou Bella, ladies and gentlemen, thank you to both Lou and to Eddie for their comments this morning.
Time to get into the main event, though. 19 wins, 10 by knockout, no losses in his professional career, never been beaten as a pro. Six foot five, 196 centimetres tall with a 204 centimetre reach, 11 centimetres longer than Joseph Parker. Ranked number six in the WBO heavyweight rankings, current WBO Oriental interim heavyweight title holder, former New Zealand amateur champion, former NZPBA heavyweight champion, bronze medalist, super heavyweight division, 2010 Commonwealth Games representing Tonga. Over 100 rounds of sparring with Anthony Joshua, Joshua and Deontay Wilder. A narrow loss to Alexander Usyk in the amateur division. Far has beaten Joseph Parker twice as an amateur. Would you please welcome to the lectern current WBO Oriental. Um, thank you for this opportunity. Uh, first of all, I've got to give uh, gratitude to my Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ um, for, for basically blessing me and Joe for this opportunity. You know, this is a, this is a great chance um, for ourselves to basically promote boxing as a whole, and, um, and I plan to do that well. Um, thank you to my team for all the all the back and forth um, with, with the promoters and the managers with the uh, contract issues. Thank you for that. Uh, it was fun. It was uh, uh, took a while, but we got there. And um, you know, now now I'm just excited for for 11th of December, Friday, uh, to come around. So from now to then, I'll just be training hard, making sure that I put my best foot forward because I know this. I know this is going to be a hard fight. You know, Joseph Parker's, um, you know, household name, uh, ex-world champion, great fighter, punches hard, combination puncher. So, you know, I just got to make sure that I do all that I can do so I can um, give myself uh, the best chance. You know, he comes from a great home. I just like, you know, I, um, yeah, I just um, turn around and I, and, I, uh, and I see his parents, people that I used to see when we used to fight in the amateurs. So like, you know, it is um, great to see, um, like, you, know, see you guys again. Um, with the amateur background, we both have two wins, two losses to each other. Uh, so this, yeah, so this is basically our fifth fight. It's, it's, it's gonna be great. You know, I can't take too much from the, from the previous fights. They were a long time ago. Uh, we are both completely different fighters now. Uh, and the and the uh, rules have changed. Basically, you know, this is a this is a longer fight than um, than uh, what we had. So, I'm planning for some hard rounds. I'm planning for some hard fights. So, you know, so I'll just basically leave you guys with a thank you and um, and that I look forward to uh, to to December 11th. <laughs> Thank you, Junior, for your words today. Hard to believe these two men <coughs> grew up only about a kilometre from each other. We've spoken about their record in the amateur ranks, fights against each other, but they are from the same side of this city. Joseph Parker, 29 years old, 27 wins, 21 by knockout, two losses. He has never been knocked out. Six foot four, 193 centimetres tall with a 193 centimetre reach. Former WBO world heavyweight champion.
Former WBO Oriental Heavyweight Champion. Former WBO Africa Heavyweight Champion. Former OPBF Heavyweight Champion. Former New Zealand National Boxing Federation's Heavyweight Champion. Two-time New Zealand Heavyweight Amateur Champion. Parker is ranked number three in the WBO Heavyweight Rankings. Parker is New Zealand's highest ranked heavyweight. He has fought reigning heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua, taking him to 10 rounds. 12. Fought in front of a record world pay-per-view TV audience against Joshua. Fought live in front of 80,000 people against Anthony Joshua in Cardiff. Please welcome to the lectern, New Zealand's highest ranked heavyweight and former WBO world heavyweight champion, Joseph Parker. Hello everyone, um, firstly I want to thank our Heavenly Father for today, I'd like to thank the media and friends and family, familiar faces for attendance today, I think we have under 100 people right, yeah. under 100 people, I think if it was open there would be a lot more people here, but thank you guys, I'd like to thank our partners Spark Sport NZME and also our main sponsor Stonehold Homes for stepping up and for the work they've done to make this fight happen, I'd like to thank uh, Eddie Hearn, Matchroom, and the Bella Entertainment, as we saw from their videos. I thank the Bella for his confidence in his fighter, but I think he's a bit wrong there, anyways. I'd like to uh, thank my management team, parents, um, David Higgins, Zuko, for the work they've done behind the scenes as well to make this big fight happen. Uh, good to see you, Junior. Um, I think we both got a haircut to look sharp for today. Um, Junior, thanks to you and your team, Mark Adele, uh, for getting the contract signed, finally. So, <laughs> Junior and I, as mentioned before, we uh, have history. Four fights in amateurs, and it's two uh, wins each. And I respect Junior a lot. He's a, he's a good fighter. Um, a lot has happened since the amateur days, you know. It's, uh, for the professional game, is a lot different. And we've both uh, achieved a lot. And... Um, you know, he's got a good team behind him, and I'm really excited about this fight. You know, who, who would have thought these two New Zealanders living not far from each other are ranked in the top 10 in the world? You know, myself ranked number six or oh, three, and Junior ranked number six, seven, six, one of those ones. And so I'm really excited for this fight. Friday, December the 11th. Um, I haven't been in the ring for a while. I, my last fight was in February, and I got a good win. Um, but ever since that fight, my plan was to be busy this year. You know, I think a minimum of three fights. Unfortunately, the, the COVID has affected everyone's plans, so I've uh, just been busy doing videos at home. Um, but I've been training very hard. My coach is here, Coach Grant. We've been doing a lot of strength work, and I've been keeping in shape. Um, I was ready to fight, you know, straight after my last fight. So again, thank you all for being here today. I'm very excited to be fighting. I'll be training the house down, as always. Eating very clean, no more burgers, <coughs> no more dessert, just clean food. I'll be training very hard, sleeping well, kids will be away, I'll get a good night's rest, and I'll be ready to put on a great performance at the end of the year. Thank you, guys. Thanks very much, Joseph. Uh, just for our media colleagues in the room today, we will have a chance to open the floor to questions, but in the meantime, we will just have some for our four guests at the top table to get us underway. 
Uh, David, firstly, uh, for you, the timing of yesterday's alert level announcement, Tamaki Makoba coming back down to alert level one tomorrow night. Um, it's great timing for the event, but just what will an event like this bring to the city of Auckland and uh, New Zealand as a nation? Well, on the timing, yesterday was one of those rare days where all the planets and all the stars aligned. So you had the sun was out, a lovely sunny day. Um, and you had the Prime Minister announce we'd go back to level one, and then Lou DiBella signed the contract, and he, that was just last night. So we, it was touch and go, but we got there, and it was one of those days. Um, I think for Auckland City, um, boxing is, a, is a, a sport that has a lot of cut through. You know, a lot of team sports are played weekly and, you know, every other week. Um, the reason why boxing fascinates people, there's been more books written about boxing, more movies made than any other sport. The stakes are so high, you know, on December 11, one guy might go on to a world title shot and the other one has to go to the bottom again and rebuild his career. There's a lot at stake physically, health-wise and monetarily. And so people find it fascinating and they watch and they attend. So for Auckland City, it means hotel rooms are going to fill up, money will be spent in the economy and Auckland and New Zealand will be put on worldwide television with a great news story. So, it's, you know, it's, it's got to be good. Junior, a question for you. Uh, you've both mentioned your time together in the amateur ranks. A lot of water has gone under the bridge since then. How long have you wanted this shot at Joe? Yeah, I've wanted it for a long time, you know. Um, but I was very, I was very honest with myself, you know. I needed to work my way up. So it's, uh, so it's more of a respectable fight when we do fight because I really wanted this fight to be a big fight. So I didn't want it to be Joseph Parker versus this, this random guy, you know. So, um, yeah, so like, you know, I've uh, wanted it. This is something that I've worked towards. Now that we're finally here, you know, I'm thankful, thankful for the teams and stuff for basically making this happen. So, yeah, I've won a long time. Now I've got it. Now i just got to grab it with both hands. Joseph, for you, as you mentioned, last fight in February, uh, been a lot of social media from you, but no fight. Junior has fought even further back than that. So how do you keep the motivation <coughs> and the fitness ready for a shot like this? <clears throat> I am very motivated to be champion of the world again. My goal is to be champion of the world or unified champion before I'm 35. So I have, uh, even though I've been doing videos at home and having a lot of fun and having a lot of laughs and smiles, I've been training um, every single day. And I'm driven to, you know, obviously put on a good performance at the end of the year and, and progress to bigger fights. But uh, I'm treating this fight as a championship of the world. Mark, we know how long this negotiation has taken. There's been some ins and outs and back and forwards, all the usual ramifications of any boxing negotiation. Why do you think that your fighter is ready for an event like this, which could be an absolute career changer? Yeah, well, I think for us, I mean, this, this is business as well as sport, and um, we always knew that if a certain you know, figure came along that Junior would take the fight. It's like, you, you, you just have to. And of course, um, you know, Junior's, Junior's not the kind of guy that stands up and goes, you know, I want to fight Joseph Parker, come and, you know, I'm calling you out, Joseph, let's go, Joseph. Junior's, Junior's the guy that gets asked at nearly every media kind of conversation, when are you going to fight Joseph Parker? Because Joseph's been so successful. And of course, because I've got some history, and, and Junior's always said when at times, you know, I'll, I'll fight him when the when, when, when it's ready to roll, and, and, and that's now, you know, and I guess <coughs> David David made a, a commercial offer to, 
to Ludabella that, that was acceptable, it got there and, and, and here we go. So at the end of the day, you know, Junior wants to win the fight, Dubella wants to win the fight, the whole team wants to win the fight, and so does Joseph's team. And we know that, you know, he's, he's um, got the experience and been in with some guys that, that, that Junior hasn't been in a fight. But, you know, like I say, Junior, Junior lost a pretty close decision to Alexander Yusek and the amateurs, who's, you know, arguably one of the best pound-for-bound fighters in the pro game. Um, he's, he's, you know, Deontay Wilder's top sparring partner, and he's done multiple rounds with, with um, Anthony Joshua. So, I mean, he's not, he's not, he's not um, inexperienced with being in with amazing guys, you know. And he's been in with Joseph four times, you know. And, and, and from what I read, they, they both think they both won all four and good on them, you know. And that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing, you know, um, because it's a different fight because because these guys have got history, you know. It's not, there's not some big unknown going on here. You know, they both know each other. They, you know, they're always really respectful of each other. And, you know, I think we'll, 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 we'll probably see Doug Viney and Eugene Barman versus Kevin Barry more than Joseph and Junior, you know, pushing and shoving and, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, no doubt that Lou DeBella and David Higgins will there'll be <laughs> there'll be a bit of bit of stuff still to cover off. We've got to, we've got to sort out. So, I mean, we're, we're just really chuffed to be here, to be honest. And time's right. And like Junior said, grab it with both hands and get into it. David, you've said in the past that, that Junior's used Joseph Parker's name to build his own career, constantly calling out for this fight. Mark negates that point there, but. Why now? Why now for oh, the fight? Look, I, th I think Junior was mentioning his name, but only because Mark was telling him to. <laughs> and that's the game. That's how you build yourself up. Um, look, this fight makes perfect sense because, you know, fights happen, at the, they should happen at the right time. There's nothing worse than when two guys, everyone wants to see it, but they drag it for five years and then it's too late. Right now, they're both in their prime. They're both two all as amateurs, and they're both here in New Zealand in this pandemic. So I think with not a lot of other contacts brought on, this will capture the public imagination and, you know, everyone's going to debate who might win and the rest will be history. Junior, some people will talk about the quality of fighters you fought in the professional ranks up against Joe Parkin's record. What do you say to those people who might criticise and say you've fought lesser opponents than Joseph Parker has? Yeah, I'll say that they're absolutely right, you know. Um, Joseph Parker has fought great, great champions in this time. Um, I've just put, <coughs> um, I haven't really fought any um, household names just yet. So, you know, I think this is a, like, you know, just basically what I said before. This is all the reason for me to train hard and to prove myself, oh, and to basically prove to everyone else that, that, you know, that, like, I am better than Joseph Parker. And I've believed that for a long time. Yeah, it's makes way. Styles may fight, you never know. Heavyweight boxing, anything can happen. You mentioned that the amateur ranks were a long time ago, Joe. So how much of an eye have you been keeping on Junior while you've been going about your business? <coughs> you knew this day was coming. I knew it was going to come. I didn't know so soon, but it's, uh, it's good that it's finally here. Um, and you always, as a heavyweight fighter or as a, as a fan of boxing, you keep an eye on all the fighters that come through. And of course I've been keeping an eye because we have two all in the amateur days. Um, a lot has changed and happened in the professional game, but um, like I said, styles make fights, so you never know. You know, one style may be different to another style and might be better or worse, so I'm looking forward to testing myself against the style he's going to bring. Long arms. Long arms. Um, big head. <laughs> tall, tall. Bigger head. <laughs> nice, man. Mark, you... Uh, Small. You <laughs> 
Well, city city kickboxing. Um, we all the boys train. They've got a they've got a they've got a system and a program that they that they have, and they they there's a you know great crew of the boys today have, have turned up that the juniors training partners, um, and they'll they'll treat it like like every fight, and they have an amazing gym culture of performance that is um, something you don't really see in many places in the world in, in any business. And the culture is the oil of their of their machine, from from my perspective, and the the culture that they have for performance and and execution is is, is second to none. And so I think Junior takes his whole team into the ring with him, and all the work and and you know that they're a hard working group of guys. eh? every single every single fighter in that gym. I mean, when you turn up on a Monday and a Saturday for sparring, and there's 60 guys, 60 professional fighters sparring. And they all want it. It's you know, Junior's no different. You know, you know, and and so the, the preparation is is just about being disciplined. And you know, like Joseph said, it's about eating right. It's about sleeping. It's dotting eyes, crossing t's. You know, you know, dunking yourself in ice water baths and making sure you got the right protein and and and, and veggies and also getting good haircuts. Hey, Junior. Oh yeah, that's yep. a must. Uh, Prestige barbers. Yep. 13 months though, Junior, since your last pro bout. It's a long time by the time this fight comes around, a year and a bit without jumping in the ring in anger. So how do you make sure that you're going to be on your game? Yeah, um, just like Mark mentioned, you know, I come from the greatest gym in the world, um, City Kickboxing. Uh, great, uh, you know, just great pool of talent there. And um, every session's a hard session, you know, we always uh, push each other. Um, whether it be our conditioning or our sparring, uh, it's just it's, it's just us constantly learning. So I think that's what's kept me busy throughout throughout this time. It's just um, it's just learning from the boys, learning in um, each um, uh, each uh, sparring session. We have we have many styles in in the gym that I come from, and you know you just pick up something new each time you go in. So yeah, um, yeah. So I'm so I'm grateful for that. Also the uh, past sessions with Doug and Eugene, um, those two bring two different styles to the table. So uh, yeah, so like you know, like I said before, I'm just constantly learning in that gym, and come fight night, I'll be able to put that on display. Joseph, for you, Kevin Barry, I believe, is on his way back to New Zealand. May have already got here. Uh, what about training partners? What about your sparring? How is that looking? And what plan have you got in place starting today? <clears throat> the sparring partners and training partners looking good. Secret. <laughs> uh, I, like I said, I've been training so when Kevin gets here, it's just a continuation of what I've been doing already. I am in shape, I am fit, I can go 15 rounds, but that's back in the day, so 12 rounds. Um, and, you know, like Junior said, and like everyone knows, we're just going to be training hard every single day putting in work, putting in the effort to prepare for 11th of December. Home ring, fighting back in Auckland, both of you fighting in front of a home crowd, but you've been there, you understand what a global audience is like, how many millions of people will watch this fight around the world. You've been in big shows, far more than Junior has. Does that make you so much better prepared for an event of this scale than it does for Junior? Um, you know, it's, made, yeah, it's prepared me, and I, I am not, you know, once I, I train hard, when I get to the ring, 
I'm just focused on putting the best performance I can. And, uh, you know, you're always, I'm not really that nervous anymore as long as I work hard. But I'm sure he's mentally strong as well and he backs himself and that's the reason why he's fighting this fight today. So we both back ourselves, we signed the fight, so let's get it on. Thank you very much for your time, gentlemen. As I said, uh, media will have a chance to ask the four men up at the top table some questions in just a few moments' time. But this isn't just about a boxing promotion. This isn't just about a partnership between Juco Matchroom, uh, Debella Entertainment. This is also about a wonderful new advancement between Juco and a couple of very special partners. And to introduce that partnership, David Higgins, back to the lecture. Okay, so, um, so tickets to this fight on December 11 will be from $69 available at Ticketmaster from Thursday. And for anyone who's went to the Joseph Parker victory over Andy Ruiz Jr. to win the world title, or the Tua Cameron fight, or any of the others, they'll remember the hair standing up on the back of their necks, especially during that ring walk. So nothing beats being there live. That being said, not everyone can be there live for various reasons. And so we're making the fight available on television again. And so on that note, I'd like to announce a innovative new partnership that we're particularly excited about with Spark Sport Broadcaster and NZME as media partner. Um, you know, we, and I, I have to say, I'd mentioned several parties for, um, get credit, otherwise we wouldn't be here today, and obviously Stonewood Homes. There was the three-way partnership between Duco, DeBella, and Matchroom, but this other, this domestic partnership was also absolutely critical. Um, I sat down with my old mate Paul Hancocks from NZME a few months ago, in the middle of the pandemic, wondering what to do, and we sort of cooked up a bit of a plan, and, and it led to this um, great partnership. Um, I so I won't labour it. I'll let, I'll let them speak for themselves. I think we've got uh, Jeff Latch here from Spark Sport and Shane Curry from NZME. Thank you, David. Yes, the Stonewood Homes, Joseph Parker, Junior Far Fight on December 11 will be pay-per-view. It is an innovative new partnership between NZME and broadcaster Spark Sport. First of all, to speak about this new partnership, Jeff Latch, ladies and gentlemen. It's tremendously exciting to be here today announcing this three-way partnership between Duco, NZME and Spark Sport to bring Kiwis an outstanding sports event. As David says, the New Zealand fight of the century between these two incredibly talented athletes. This is Spark Sport's second major pay-per-view event after the recent White versus Vivekan event. And it's going to be another cracker. With Duco's expertise in the creation of high-profile sporting events, NZME's power and reach across their radio, print, and digital channels, and Spark Sports streaming and production expertise, we have a powerful partnership to bring the best boxing events to New Zealand viewers. We know Kiwis love their boxing, and it doesn't get any better than two Kiwi-born opponents with so much in common, but so much rivalry meeting each other in the heart of our biggest city at the Spark Arena. Bring it on. We're honoured to be exclusively delivering Kiwis all the action via Spark Sport. You know, what's especially good about this is that 
most boxing and combat sports fans are really used to streaming the biggest local and international events and this is just going to be another one in that train of events so if you haven't already get yourself signed up to spark sport and get yourself fight ready and chaps if you've got any issues in terms of sparring partners i'm available bit of, bit of a boxer in my day so don't you know, just give me a yell and all the best for what i'm sure is going to be a fantastic event bring it on Cheers. Thank you, Jeff. I don't think you meant that, did you? Seriously. <laughs> Joe's eyes just lit up when you offered. As we've mentioned, this is a three-way partnership between Juco, Sparksport and NZME. We're thrilled to have, representing NZME today, uh, Managing Editor of the New Zealand Herald, Mr Shane Curry, to explain how his part in this works. Shane. Welcome along. It's great to see so many um, familiar faces here. Um, and thank you, Scotty. Thank you, team. Uh, what a great announcement this morning um, that we're all involved in. Um, from my point of view, I'm here representing um, all of NZME, um, and obviously uh, nzhill.co leading the charge on this particular event. Uh, but there's a lot of people who have been involved in the last few months getting this uh, deal together, and we're, we're just elated that um, after such a horrific year that we can end it in sensational style. I think um, just, I mean, David, you mentioned it's, it's more than just a sporting event. It's a massive news story um, across the world, not just here in New Zealand. And so you'll see some really special coverage coming out of uh, our stable in the next 10 weeks, as I'm sure um, you'll we'll see across um, the media environment. Um, particularly special that we've teamed up with Spark Sport and, and Jeff's team. And David, thank you to you and Juco for um, all the help and assistance um, that you've given us. And finally, just um, a huge um, good luck to the two boxers. I certainly won't be putting myself forward as a sparring partner, but um, Joseph, it's been wonderful getting to know you in the last um, few weeks since we've got the deal to the table on Junior. I look forward um, to a similar situation. So good luck and um, end the year in style. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Shane, and uh, hello to everyone watching the live stream at the moment that's uh, out there on uh, nzherald.co. We're going to open the floor for some questions now. Again, a reminder to our uh, gathered media here, there will not, unfortunately, be one-on-ones with our two fighters today. So this is your chance to ask both Junior and Joseph the questions that you need for today's coverage or tonight's bulletins. Uh, there will be a chance to have one-on-one -on -one interviews with David, Mark, Jeff, and Shane a little bit later. But the floor is yours, uh, and we'd like to open that for questions now. Uh, so take it away, Andrew Gordy. Junior, um, just to start with you, you mentioned before that you felt for a long time that you're better than Joseph Parker, and this is a chance to prove that. I just want to ask you, why has this fight taken so long, and why is now the right time to fight you? Like I said before, what I wanted this fight to be is I wanted it to, to basically be a big fight. Um, I believe that I've been better than Joseph Parker for a long time and that it makes sense to me trying to take on this fight without people in New Zealand knowing who I am because it's such a rugby um, nation, boxing's kind of put in the back pocket. People don't really know boxing but they know Joseph Parker. So yeah, so that's basically what I wanted to do was to basically build up my profile. Uh, COVID-19 definitely has slowed that down for me and this fight just basically was there. Um, so now is the basically right time to to uh, do it because if I don't fight this fight, 
it's basically not enough tooth bite. So it's, it's, uh, it's come at the right time, and I basically thank Duco for, uh, to, uh, I, I, I basically thank Dave and Duco for putting the show on at this time that the world is in, so. Thank you. Yeah. I also think it's good to, to note that in boxing, it's a development sport. You know, you start off as like a, a 400 metre runner and you end up being a 10,000 metre runner. And so, you know, when Junior's kind of building along, just like what Joseph did, he didn't fight a 10, 12 round fight in his first fight. You know, and so it's a different sport. So when you, when you leave the amateurs, you've done three threes, and then you end up going to 12 threes. And that's, that's quite a different race to run. And at the end of the day, you know, Joseph's been in quite a few long fights, you know, he went 12 rounds with Ruiz, he's the first guy to beat him, you know, Ruiz famously knocked out Anthony Joshua, and Joseph's the guy with the, with, with the first guy that, you know, put that notch on his belt, and he went 12 rounds with Joshua and 12 rounds with White, I mean, he's an exceptionally experienced, long fight fighter, and so before you put a guy in the ring, you've got to make sure that your guy has some experience at that level as well, you can't just go, hey, let's do a 12 round fight. You know, and you've never fought 36 minutes in your life. So I think that that's why it takes time, is because of the development of the fighter, changing the sport, essentially. Thanks, Corey. We'll come back to you soon. Matt Monakia, one news. Junior, um, I know you, or you've been to a lot of your training has already been targeted at Joe, and I think you wanted this fight to happen last year. So realistically, how long have you been preparing for Joe mentally? And yes, how can you keep an eye on that fight? Mm, like... Like every now and then we would be working on certain things that would work against Joe, not specifically training for Joe, you know, he's, um, we were always like, you know, training like specific things, um, but never actually focused on Joe, just because we know that this fight was definitely going to happen. So like, you know, it was the stuff that we were training and just keeping our back pocket. Now was the time to really develop those skills and those um, techniques that we worked on before, um, and yeah, just yeah, uh, yes, yes. So just train those skills and then uh, bring them out on fight night. And if you, Josie, how long have you been thinking about him? How long have I been thinking about? Um, He's always in the, you know, obviously in New Zealand and with everything that's happening, that's when I started thinking about when David sort of brought it to my attention. So I think with this camp that we have now, which we have about nine weeks until fight, fight day, um, this is when I'll really focus on what I have to do to prepare for Junior, the style that he brings and, you know, his coaches and, and his whole team. I thought I won all four. No. <laughs> um, I actually, I mean, where do we have a French one? Rotor Royal, right? 2009. Do you remember? Or? Yeah. Rotor Royal. I Rotor think he won the first one. And then That's I, why he remembers it. Oh, it's a long time ago. <laughs> Let me bring up my diary. Journal. <laughs> nah, it's, uh, a lot has changed since then. So we're a lot different fighters now. And I guess that's what makes it exciting you know, for fight night because Amateur days are amateur days. Now we're both professionals. We've done pretty good. Um, and I guess it's just time now to see who the best is, to settle the score. Um, Joe, the last time we had fight of the century was Tua Cameron. There was a huge build-up to that fight. There was a sense that the timing was right for Shane Cameron, and he found out within a couple of minutes that he was completely out of his head. Is there a chance, or can you tell us on December 11, is Junior going to find out that he's out of his head? 
He's just going to find out that he's in the ring with me and there's no one else there. Markadel's not going to be there talking, <laughs> hyping him up. Um, and same, I'm going to find out that what he's going to bring. So it doesn't have to matter. David Tua and Shane Campbell is a massive fight. And the reason why this is a big fight is because we're both ranked in the top 10, both from South Auckland, and we both have history. So the time is right. You know, everyone has worked together to put this fight on in the, at the right time. There's no other fight out there. This is the fight. We're both in New Zealand this year, though. Yeah, we've been working. Um, David's been working behind the scenes to bring some guys in. Um, it's a little harder with the restrictions, David. Uh, yep, that's a work in progress, and so we've we've got a, a, a plan to bring in some necessary sparring partners. It's actually a, a skill set that's very rare and not otherwise available in New Zealand. You're know, trying to find someone's proficient at boxing who resembles Junior Farr's style. So it kind of um, fits the glove for getting government dispensation to bring in a sparring partner, but that's something we're working on with the government and um, seeking to bring in the right person for the job. Um, basically not take it too seriously, you know. Uh, I've been for the uh, next couple of weeks in terms of like interviews and stuff, I know I'm going to be put into a world that I'm not really used to in, in terms of like, you know, like cameras on me, the lights on me. So that part I'm not going to take seriously, but I'm just going to just do the same old thing and just train hard and, you know, focus, focus my keep my focus on where it counts, which is in the gym, which is when I work hard. So, yeah, so really it's just the same. Can you support in that regard? How helpful is he to you in this build-up? Yeah, he's very helpful, like, you know, and um, not just him, but all the boys, you know, um, the boys at the UFC, the <coughs> boxing boys that I have here, the, the uh, kickboxers at the gym. Like I said before, we have a deep pool of talent in um, CKB, and um, and they all bring something different to the table, which I can feed off, and uh, that's what I constantly try to do. Elliot Smith. Sorry, um, Joe, with the night of 2021 approaching the borders, might be open again. How much is this fight about reestablishing yourself and you know, practicing your knockout? Yeah, this is a big fight. I mean, uh, you know, it's a risky fight. If I lose, and obviously I have to reassess myself as a fighter and what I, my plans, and, um, and if he wins, he'll be elevated to go up further. Um, but if I win, then in, in, a good, in good fashion, and then I'll be lined up to fight some bigger fights. Hopefully the borders open up in 2021, and it'll be a lot closer to fighting for world title, which is what I want to do. Matt Monokia. This one for David. Um, he talked of bringing the sparring uh, partner from Italy. Did he get a really bad cut? Yeah, so that's a good question. So that was the plan, but his cut's so bad that as of late Sunday night, he, he's not the guy. So we're quickly working on replacements who'd adhere to all the safety regulations, quarantine and go through the correct process with the government. We're just hoping that we're treated equitably because our first application got knocked back and, and the reason stated was that the skill is available in New Zealand. 
So whoever the government knocked it back must be an expert on boxing. So, but, you know, Hemia Heo will fight Guido if that helps the um, getting him in. No, he's cut. cut oh, he's got a big cut. So, anyway, we're, we're going to follow yeah. the correct process, and if we have problems, we'll let you know. Just one follow-up for David and Mark. Um, what, guys, what can you guys say about what's yet to still be agreed for the fight actually happen? No, I, I think we're... All the niggly things are, are agreed, largely, aren't they? I think we're still holding the contract on MSC, <laughs> so David and I are going to have a wee game of tennis here, afterwards. Here's and, the uh, thing. They've Gordon, signed so. it, but I haven't. No. <laughs> Lou has signed the contract, and I think Junior Joseph have got to put their name on it. Looks like you've got your broadcast stuff in place, uh, but how badly do you need the ticket money, and what happens if we go back into lockdown? Oh, look, people get obsessed with TV and, and boxing. They think it's all about the TV. It's, no, it's not. All revenue is important. It's like a pie. T tickets are a slice of the pie, TV sponsorship. For this particular fight, there were so many people to please and mouths to feed and maximising it that it's actually quite a tight budget, and we do need the ticket money. So if it, it'll, run, it'll run level one, and if we're, we're not at level one, it'll just reschedule, which is commonplace in boxing. You recall that to a Cameron fight, Cameron injured, the fight was moved out four or five months, and it just got bigger. So the fight's going to happen. It's going to happen on December 11. If we have to reschedule, we will, but it's not a big deal in boxing. It happens all the time. Significant, you know, that's about to headline a big boxing event here in New Zealand. How significant is that um, for where you guys both come from? Um, yeah, it's great. You know, it'll be it'll be great for us to uh, to basically put on a good night and put on a great performance for us, uh, so that the young boys and the young girls coming up um, in whichever sport they choose, they can they can basically see that there is a way for us to. Uh, to basically uh, live out our dreams, you know. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they do that with uh, with um, Parker already, and uh, and with also and the way that he went about his um, career as well. Those who are always people that you see growing up, and you see that the path that they can um, go, which uh, basically puts confidence in yourself that you can also do the same. So I'm planning to uh, do that for myself as well. Uh, come December 11. Yeah, we're both from South Auckland. Sometimes South Auckland gets a bad rap. Mm. But we are now headlining the card on the December 11th. How excited is that? Mm. Yes. Uh, and, uh, we're going to have a good undercard as well. Very good undercard. Happy? Happy. Everyone happy from a media point of view? One more? I've got a question for David Higgins. Uh, Joe mentioned there's going to be uh, the styles will come into play on the night. And I'm just wondering uh, who you think has the most advantage style and why. And also, uh, which predict, uh, what's your prediction for the night? Who's going to win and how? Okay, um, so I think Junior is, to my, in my opinion, Junior's more likely, if he wins, he's more likely to win on points. But you never know. Um, you know, we all saw Mark Cadell beat Anthony Joshua. Sorry, it was Andy Ruiz, <laughs> my mistake. Um, but we all saw upsets happen. Um, so, I'll you know, never beat Andy Ruiz, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, look, seriously though, um, I think Joe will be looking for a dominant performance and, and needs it. You know, this is going worldwide, might have a billion viewers, 
for Joe to win by stoppage in three rounds would be a great statement, and he'd be right back in title contention. That's what I'll be hoping happens, but, you know, I'm, I'm touch wood, I'm not going to place any bets on it. There seems to be a tremendous amount of respect between you two. Can you give us a sense, like, what is the actual relationship here? Like, how, because this is something that you're both talking about has been building up for a long time. Like, is there any bad blood here at all from your perspective and can you hear from you as well? Uh, we just, um, I think we're just two boys who grew up the same, you know? Um, we we, uh, we uh, both got brought up by good parents with some good morals um, in a good church. So that brings about, like, like a certain way that you carry about yourself. And, um, and then, like, you know, I have no, um, I have no consensual with Joe and his team. He kind of consensual with me. Um, so we keep things very respectable and very professional, but we definitely know at the end of the day we're going to pipe each other's heads in. So, like, you know. <laughs> because, and, and I'm interested in the mentality here as well, because you're talking about building up to this for a long time. It feels like this is kind of like, one of the phrase, I suppose, like this grand final fight, whereas Joe's talking about still wanting to be the heavyweight champion of the world. Joe's already had two losses in his career, and a third one to you would end his career. Like, are you out to Sorry? end Joe's career? <laughs> Oh, I'm out to beat Joe. Uh, end his career, I'm like, you know, I think... <laughs> no, no, I don't think that was end his career. That's just to beat Joe. <laughs> yeah. He's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of nice guys here. I, I think we'll, uh, we'll call time there, but uh, I think it's genius pointed out, and uh, it's a fair enough question because we've got two very humble, talented men at this table. Well... Four, actually, but uh, the two fighters, <laughs> <laughs> the two fighters involved, bring all of their humility and class to a day like today. But uh, I'd just like to thank everyone for being here today. We are going to have our face-off in just a moment's time. But uh, on behalf of Duco Events, Matrim UK, Develop Entertainment New York, Spark Sport, and NZME, I'd like to thank you all for being here at this announcement. We're all excited about the Stonewood Homes Parker Far fight of the century, December 11. Stonewood Homes, Sparksport, NZME, DAZN, Matchroom and Debella Entertainment are all thrilled to be a part of this. Uh, we're going to move this table out of the way and we're going to have the face-off. Cameras are invited forward so you can capture this moment. But ladies and gentlemen, get excited. And again, a big thank you to our two fighters, Junior Farr and Joseph Parker. Get it on your toes as you can.
other ones are just too wanky. along with David to have your photo with the boxes. Sparring partner has entered the photo. <laughs> Mark Cadell, if you're around, mate, come on up, buddy. Jump on the other side of Junior, mate. Representing a brave new world for pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen, David Higgins, Joseph Parker, Shane Curry, Jeff Latch, Junior Farr, Mark Cadell. Thank you very much, guys. And I think if our Stonewood Homes family are still here, a chance for you too. They're gone. They've all gone to a meeting. That's it, mate. Yeah.